Hey, Nick, it's Friday. TJ, happy hell of a Friday. How are you? Great Friday. We had a good show today. We did. A lot of insightful debate. Insightful debate, but it actually flowed for once. I think it was actually too smart of a show for new us. New year, new us. We're actually flowing no. with our shows now? It, is no, a, it was a fluke. No. We're, we're not that smart. What did we talk about? Well, we had first a discussion about Hollywood, how movies are made. We're, we're movie experts now. Heck yeah. We talked about script writing. We talked about your buddy Korn selling his books in Los Angeles. We talked about how hard it is to make to write books, to write scripts, all that good jazz. We talked about um, technology, too. We had a debate about self-driving cars. future of cars. And how we think the safety of them can be utilized. Great debate. Great debate back and forth. And we also, Nick, talked about nutrition. I mean, I, mean, yeah. I worked out yesterday. I'm a nutritionist. Well, now. we got into a little conversation about odd food pairings and then turned into nutrition. So yeah. you got a little fitness, nutrition, Hollywood. I mean, the whole jumbo today on the whole show. shebang, the whole the whole bada bing. And Nick, this shebang would not be possible without a little sponsor we like to call St. Louis Distillery. Love St. Louis Distillery. You can visit them online stldistillery.com, or if you want to go in person, seven fifty five Freedens Road, St. Louis, Missouri, St. Charles, Missouri, rather. Sweet B six three three zero three seven fifty five Freedens Road, St. Charles, Missouri six three three zero three. If you go over there, tell them TJ and Nick from Brews on the Balcony sent you. You get a free tour and a free tasting. Oh my gosh! You get both those. Even though the holidays are over, you still get that free tour, that free tasting. It's a great time, great date night with your girlfriend or boyfriend, or if you just want to take the family or some friends over there, get a group together and head over to STL Distillery. Visit them online, stldistillery.com. Guys, uh, we'll have the BOTB football show on Sunday live from the BOTB studios at 10:30 a.m. Obviously, we'll be breaking down Saturday games with a uh, just social media video post, but uh, you'll hear all the insight for Sunday's games and the recap of Saturday's games, 10.30 a.m. like we did at Cafe T, but we are now in studio for the playoffs. Make sure you check that out on our Brewers in the Balcony Facebook page. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Well, hello. Listening to Bruise on the Balcony with TJ Weber. Do I got to show my boobs? And Nick Gale. Hey there, Big Daddy. Did you hear that? What a weirdo. Oh, hey, Nick. TJ, what's going on, man? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, it's Brews on the Balcony, and we are recording from the St. Louis, Missouri studios. Live? No, not, not live, not, not yet. yet. We not talked yet. about we doing that. We did talk that. about it, eventually. It, it's the first show of 2020. Is it? It is. I guess it is, isn't yeah. it? It is 2020 now, correct. Wow. I felt like we did another show before 2020, but I guess not. What were we doing earlier? It was... What's the last show we did? We did one after Christmas. The it was 31st. The 31st. Did, it was the Bruzy Awards and Dude, uh, everything else. Dude, I tell else. you what. During like the holiday season, you just lose complete track of time. Yeah. You know, you're not working. You're, you're doing holiday stuff with the family. You got Christmas parties left and right. And New Year's comes along, and then it's like in the middle of the week again because Christmas and New Year's are both on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't even know. I don't know what day it is. I don't know where I am, who I am. I'm like, wake up. I'm like, is it like Tuesday? Yeah. I woke up today. I thought it was Monday, and it's Friday. Yeah. I'm just like, the fuck. Yeah. Wild times. It 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 kind of takes you completely off your regular schedule for the holidays, but it's pumped up. It pumps me up because it's a new year, Nick. New possibilities. New year, new me. What's your 2020 resolution for you personally? We talked about the show a little bit. Yeah. What's your like? Do you have any personal resies? Well, Nick, uh, this is the year. Not it's not a resolution. It's uh, it's gonna actually happen. It's gonna Um, happen. This is the year I lose a ton of weight. Oh, and I get back to fit TJ. Mean, lean, fighting machine. Fighting machine. And Nick, a good start. I mean, obviously, people. If if you do it one day, you're you're gonna get. Yeah, you're gonna do right. Correct. So, uh, the first day, uh, yesterday actually, went in. I was gonna actually work out in the morning. I didn't get to bed till like I could not sleep. I have a big cold going on. Right. Couldn't get to sleep, so I I had to sleep in a little bit. But Nick, what I did, I had a 12-hour day at work yesterday, so I decided to get away for an hour and a half, went to the gym, wow. worked out, at showered at the gym, and then I ate good shit. And I texted Laura, I go, who am I? 
I, I left in the middle of a work day to go work there out, you shower, go. get Proud back to work. You. Never done that before. Great work. Great start to the resi. No, Sm- keep it up the other 364 days. Uh, yeah, I mean, one day down, you I'm basically going to become a fitness expert. You got to start, though. That's right. the key. Is a lot of people, they don't, they, you know, they, they, <laughs> they get the idea, they have the resolution, but then they don't start. You just got to get out there and do it. And you're Start already, it out. You already did it, and now you just got to stick with it. That's yeah. A, that's the hardest part. No, people always say if you get it done once, you you can become a Bam, model. You I mean, can, I know. It's that, that that's, easy. That's the thing. I, uh, you know, being a fitness guru myself, you know, that goes to the gym on a very consistent basis and yeah. eats healthy most of the time. Okay, you, you still got to give yourself some slack. Yeah, you're, you're just the best. You can't go. You can't go. You New know, New Year, same Nick. Hundred percent in. You know, I'm working out. I'm eating healthy every meal. You still got to indulge yourself a little bit. You know, ease into it. Don't go say you're doing seven days a week. You know, you start with two to three like try to do that two to three if you do more great but try to like set a nice base of two to three days a week all right two to three days where you're eating healthy uh and then and then you build upon that because it's hard going cold turkey from not working out and eating healthy to working out and you're healthy you're, you're semi-healthy either as is yeah but like but like on the, as far as like the workout goes doing it together because that's what i noticed like when the times where i was like hey i'm gonna go work out six days and eat like salads for lunch every like, single day do all this stuff i'm like you binge I, you on burn like, out you burn uh, you out binge on like fast food like four days in a row yeah you might weeks. do it yeah you might do it great for two weeks and then that saturday where you're you know you're hanging out with friends or you know mardi gras comes along or something like that and it's like okay this one day and then sunday comes and you're like well it's sunday so i do family stuff <laughs> gotta go to church taking the day off and then Monday comes, and you're like, "Well, I already screwed up those two days." Right. And then you get off. Might as well start you next week. Get off week. the trend. So that's why I always say, like, just do two to three, or aim for. Like, if you can get six, awesome. Like, that's great. But like, yeah. And because that's how I look at it in my mind when I do like workouts. Like, I do everything like in two day blocks. Like, okay, I'm not gonna worry about Thursday, Friday, Saturday yet because it's only Monday, Tuesday. Right. Like, so it's like, all right, if I can focus only on Monday, Tuesday, or like now, if I can only focus on Thursday, Friday, I found that I'm like way more productive and like actually sticking to things getting them done than like having to worry about the whole week so that's where people i think get overwhelmed yeah i'm not like, i'm thing. not putting too much pressure on myself yeah. literally I've, I've said this before you know i've always had excuses and that's what i call them excuses but i mean there was a time when i didn't know how to balance because you had my regular job which itself is not a regular schedule so you have this situation where you're working weekends, you're working nights, you don't really know exactly because it changes from week to week depending on when the games are, you know, doing broadcasting and doing video. And on top of that, you add brews into the mix, and then you add the fact that I'm married, so I want to enjoy time with my wife, I got to get stuff done around the house, I got to make food. So you put all that together, and then you see, okay, I have no time. Well, okay, I never did leave work to go work out and come back. Now I did. I, yeah. I see that there's times to do that. So yeah, I mean, you can talk about whatever you want. You can make excuses all day. And I'm not trying to sit here and tell you I figured it out. I've only done it for one fucking day. I could come. No, you figured it out. You got it. You're, you're you're the guy. I'm the guy. I mean, I basically need to just start. Once the book come out, a nutrition book on how to be healthy because you just can't get you past this body. You got a fitness Instagram we can follow? Yeah, hell yeah, it's at TJ Fitbod. Nice. That's what it is. Yeah, search it. I wonder if there that's actually <laughs> that's can, actually a thing. You can you can make an Instagram account to show people you take people on your fitness journey. Yeah, people like. I'm not that. gonna do that. Inspiration. I hate. Those people. You hate Finspos? No, I I don't hate. So there's certain friends that have done it that I I I love that they do it because they they're all into it, right? And I know that they mean well. There's certain people that do it that it's like fuck you, dude. Like we get they're it. They're like saying, ha ha, I work out every day. You should, otherwise you're a loser. No, but it's not even like the people that need to lose weight. It's like the people that are like. Oh my God! I I weigh one pound overweight. Here's my fitness journey. It's like for the a Peloton year. Like, wife. Fuck you, dude. It's like, like the Peloton wife. Yeah, they're already fit. Like, yeah. fuck off. They're already in good shape. Like, I don't care about you. I care about the person that has a dad by, the person that's overweight, yeah. that wants to become a, a six-pack superstar. Hey, but you shouldn't aim for the six-pack superstar too much because the dad bod is in. 2019 was the year of the dad bod. I think so 2020 is the year of You uh, should get a little fit fitter, TJ. but not too fit. You know, you got to keep some of the dad bod because, you Ingmar know. Ingmar's going to be upset. Like, oh, my God, you have a six-pack now. I yeah. can't have. I can't be married well, to you. Well, I mean. We gotta drink beer professionally, so it's uh it's one of those things, you know. Now that we're we're doing a podcast where we have to drink beer, you know, we are brews on the balcony, and and you know we're gonna be we are gonna be drinking more beers, doing uh, beer of the day, 
Oh my e- God. Each week, maybe once a week. We don't maybe maybe two shows a week. Depend. Depend on if you get a beer sponsor. If you want to sponsor us, email TJ at TJ Weber at yeah, I do WeberYaleMedia.com. Yep. Or NYL at WeberYaleMedia.com. But no, we're just gonna want to not even even getting sponsors, just trying beers locally around St. Louis. St. Louis got a lot of great beer to offer. Oh yeah. Home of A B, but also home of a lot of craft microbreweries. So that's one of the things. New things we're adding to brews on the balcony is brews. Brews. Not the balcony part, but brews. Well, no, actually, we do have a balcony. We do have a balcony, now. though. So I had an idea. You have a balcony Nick. in the back of the studio. I wanted to see what you think Outside because I wanted to do the beer uh, idea on camera and in the studio. Yeah. But why not do what our name is? Beers on the balcony. And drink new beers on the balcony. Beers with boys. Even if it's like cold and snowy, like we just do it. You know what I mean? I like, like it. And set it up. I, I mean, like we it. Balcony, so we do, so. you know, we have a topic we talk about, and we, we just we just try a new beer on a balcony. Yeah, and then we review the beer. Oh, so we're just reviewing the beer. Do we need like another, do we need a side topic to converse about? Well, Be like, we, okay, what's your 2020 resolutions? Well, and we we're drinking Urban Chestnuts New Zwickle. Yeah, well, we I, can. That's the thing, too. I saw on our SoundCloud and our iTunes our description. It said the best way to describe Brews in the Balcony is that it's a show where you can imagine friends talking at a 3 a.m. bar. Yes. Why don't we just say it's like friends talking on a balcony drinking beer because that's literally what our name is. Brews on the Balcony. I don't know. I mean, I like the the 3 a.m. bar topics of conversation because I think that puts a nice spin on it because, you know, when when you're thinking... (laughs) Uh, when you're going out to bars with your friends, this is how this is how the night goes. I'm gonna break it down for you, TJ. Okay, break it down real and not, quick. Not to, get ready. You know, not to not to get you off track on your health and fitness, but no, we're gonna talk no, about course. drinking and getting drunk for a second. Sure. You know, you go to the pregame. The pregame's like, woo, party, let's go. You know, you're, you're ripping shots you, with your you friends. You yell that like you walk yeah. around the house like, yeah. woo, pregame. You're playing beer pong. You're having a good time. You're just kind of. You're getting loose for the evening, you know. You're you're, you're starting out. You're just kind of. I like that term, getting <laughs> loose. I so, don't like it. It's like it's like it's like the stretching before a workout. Okay, this is you're getting your body a little bit lubricated. Sure. You know, you're not really. I don't like the word lubricated either. It just it just. You're sounds meeting dirty. some new friends. Friends of friends come, and then you get to the bars, and you know you're ordering your drinks. This is where you're doing, you know, most of your dance and early socializing. Ah, right? So you start dancing right away. You just you just yeah. started out like, here's who I am, ladies. Yeah, come get a taste. Well, yeah, I mean, I I, I told you that, that's how you get girls. You dance awkwardly at bars. Ah, ladies yes. like that. And they all flock. You get the early conversation going, and then you get to the to the meat and potatoes of the evening. Uh huh. You start ripping tequila shots. Uh-huh. Have a few more that's beers. The, that's the key. Nine thirty, you're ripping yeah, tequila yeah. shots. Yeah, and, and you're dancing, and you're and you're doing your hard dancing. That's the meat and potatoes of the night. Now, but now then, describe hard dancing and whatever you first said. The 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 weird. Well, dancing. well, light light dancing might be like just like a, a jig. There might be a live music band going. You're you're just doing some shuffle. Then you get to like the the one twelve thirty to one thirty range, and that's when you, the DJ comes on. Uh, I like you're on speed. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not on drugs. We don't. Pr- no, we I'm don't... saying like you're on. Oh, speed. Oh, like you're on speed. Yeah, you know. I mean, like when we go to Rise and and you have Artie out there and you're really getting into it. You're really feeling it. You're not really a big dancer, but everybody's dancing at this point and yeah. you're just going crazy. Okay. And then that bar shuts down, so now you're all sweaty. Uh, you're a little drunk, but you're hungry, TJ. Uh, and so that's when you go over to Denny's, a place like Denny's or Par Bar, and that's when you have the real 3 a.m. fun conversations. Like, uh, man, we had a great night. You know, you now you know this group of new friends, and you start talking about just like off the wall shit, and it's never organized because you're still kind of drunk, and that's kind of what Brews on the Balcony is like. Yeah, sure. I, it's I, just it just bounces from one topic to the next. But if it's called Brews on the Balcony, we could just say, oh, it's like having a brew on a balcony with a buddy instead of. Yeah, but I was talking about this with my mother, and okay, about the origin of the name of the show, and we were thinking of Brews on the Balcony, and obviously we're beer aficionados. I mean, just the smartest beer drinkers out there. And sure. Yeah. Well, let's. Yeah. You know, we like to drink a wide variety of beverages. Oh, wait till we break down a beer. Yeah. Well, it's good. <laughs> this this one's this one's got a nice foresty taste. Nick, what does that mean? This one's got a nice hint of vanilla. Yeah. Th- this one reminds me of sitting on a beach. This one, I feel like you could drink in the woods. This one's got a hoppy excursion. This one, I could not chug. Yeah. Exactly. I Perfect. Mean, I mean, that, that, no one could break it down better that, than us. That's hot analysis right there. Yeah. But when we were talking about the origin of the name, you know, we never like really said, "Hey, where did Brews on the Balcony come from?" And when we were sitting down doing it, you know, we had brews. Like we came up with beer. We were thinking of beer terms, and we had brews. And then, but we needed something to go with it. And the topic of conversation that we were having were like, "Well, we we got because it originated as kind of we were talking sports a little bit more." 
and that's where the early you know part of the show and so when we were pitching the idea around we were talking about you know the feel of the show and like how because i remember we, we were talking about it's like the feel of the show is like you're at a baseball game sitting in the nosebleeds with your friends because sure. like, the people we pertain to on the show primarily are like people around our age right and we, pe- we you've talked about this yeah before. And people around our age yeah, you can't afford the green seat tickets you're not blessed to be in the field box seat speak for yourself what the fuck is a field box yeah. well yeah we know you get in the luxury suites well, at blues no, it's games because i'm the number one host so i and, get offered free shit all the time right, right but but you didn't start like that you didn't get those until a year into the podcast sure right so right, right. i mean you have been doing it previously i mean i am number one in the rankings you were doing some legwork there before uh rankings are bullshit but the, I haven't it, heard some 2020 ones yet, actually. Yeah, no, I know. And uh, and so we were thinking the balcony. The balcony, there never really was a balcony. Like, the, there, the balcony was like the balcony, like the nosebleeds at a baseball game. See, that, that, that's what's so funny about it is that we are both on the show. We both came up with the name, and yet we have two completely different ideas of what it means. See, exactly. No, that, that is what I've thought of. At, that is the whole thing that I thought of. No, because... Because well, I that, came up with balcony. No, you did not. Yes, I did. We both... Came up we with both the name. came up with the name. I came up with balcony. Okay, I, I and that was my envision. My, that was my thought about was like balcony being like in the nosebleed seats because you're there with your boys at a baseball game and you're getting a couple five dollar tickets for the the baseball game because you can't afford the fifty dollar tickets. So all you do is go and spend the rest of the money on drinking beers in the balcony, and that hence brews on the balcony. Well, you would take all the money that you were going to spend on the nice <laughs> tickets, and instead you spend it on beer and getting drunk with your friends. Nick, you know what I think of, and it could be in St. Louis, it could be in Florida, it could be anywhere. You know, I've had times when we go on vacation, and it's me and my buddies, and it's the last night of the trip, and we're all out there on the balcony in Florida, and we're just hammering beers, and we're talking about life, and we're talking about bullshit. That's what I think of. You're sitting out there on a spring day, you're out here on, on our balcony, just sipping down some brews. All of a sudden, you think, oh, I'll have a couple. You end up having 12, and you're talking about life, and you're talking about how fucked up this was and this was, and that that's what I think. You're on a balcony. You don't have to be at the baseball game. A lot of people don't like baseball. Well, yeah, not a, people like, not a lot of people like sports. I'm just saying when we were thinking about the name to begin with. No, it's, it's, it's not it, where it, it's not it, where it originated. It's it is where it originated. Well, that that's not cuz I came, I came up with balcony. So We was, came up I said brews on the balcony first. I said balcony. Okay, who brought you in in the first place? I let's said, start let's I said, start this oh, out. Don't, here. don't make it about you would, again. Would Nick, wait don't, a minute. Don't make would it Nick Yale. Don't make it about the TJ Weber show. Would Nick of contacted me first? Don't make it about the TJ Weber show. Listen, would Nick would if I didn't ever happen, if I was never uh, struck with this idea. We've been over to, this. I've had just I've had two gold. successful podcasts. That's why you came and recruited that, me. That's why you still have them, right? That's why you recruited. I mean, that's why I made this podcast what it was. I had two successful sponsored podcasts. Wait a minute, two this. successful podcasts, and then those are still going on, right? Or no? Because, oh, because so, sorry, no, okay. because you acquired me from those podcasts. Ah, yes. Yeah, you didn't have to send a whole lot in the trade deal, but uh, that's interesting. I, I didn't see you putting out too many episodes. Oh, we so. put out a lot of episodes. You want to go back and look? We can. I bet it's captivating content. It was. It was. It was fun. It was enjoyable. We had Arch that, City. That was the most passive aggressive answer. We had. Ever. A, we had the post game on Arch City Sports, and we had shouting from the couch, which actually was kind of fun. We had Tim Kirchin on. We had Tim Kirchin on. Yeah. So we had. We had. We had big names on there. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was a three camera production. Yeah. That thing was crazy. Sure. We went and stole the cameras from KOMU. Every <laughs> that was. That's actually a fun story. So when we did uh, shout, see, it's it's going all over the place. When we did the, the uh, when we did shouting from the couch, we shot it in our. Uh, at the time, I was living with my buddy in his parents' condo, rented condo at Mizzou. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag blessed. Yeah, yeah, he had a jacuzzi. Sweet, in, you in, have a condo. We get it, guy. He had a jacuzzi in his king bedroom. Ah, how would you great, know that? Great, great for the ladies. Great for the ladies. And so we were also working at KOMU, the NBC affiliate in Columbia at the time for class. And every time we wanted to go do an assignment, we had to go check out a camera. And you had to go up to the desk and say, hey, name, Nick Yale. I'm, Same thing in Lindawood. I'm yeah. taking this camera to go shoot a, you know, a story for blah, blah, blah. And you sign your life away. Like, you lose that yeah. camera, you Yeah. Oh, you're it. fucked. Yeah. You're done. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, you might as well. $4,000 later. Probably worse than student loans. You drop out of college because you can't afford. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to pay for it up there right front. You're like, oh, that's only a $3,000 camera. No, it's $20,000. You're so worried that about That camera costs something. as much as me to go to school? You bust a light, you like throw it in the bottom of the bag <laughs> like, and like, yeah, hand yeah, it back. Yeah, don't worry about it. And so we'd have to go check out these cameras, and we would always do it on Sunday because there was like one Sunday reporter. 
And so there was always plenty of cameras, but we still had to go check them out. We were doing a three-camera setup here. So one of us would go in, check out a camera, and be like, yeah, Nikki, I'm going to shoot uh, Mizzou Volleyball. They would never check the secret <laughs> game. There's no Mizzou no. Volleyball game going on. Tyler would come in after me. Yeah, Tyler, we're going to do a thing in Jefferson City. Monday morning live, check out a camera. Jacob Kornhauser would come in do the same thing. And so we'd literally walk in one after the other. None of us were dressed in like nice clothes Nice clothes to yeah. go do anything. We were in like basketball shorts and T-shirts. But like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go home and change first. Yeah, sure. And then we'd come back and bring them all back at the exact same time. No. that's So that, that worked for about two times. I don't yeah. think we ever got in trouble for it. But then you get in the, trouble for it. It's just your responsibility. You're a student. Like you well, can use it. Well, you're not supposed to use one of the rules is you're not allowed to use equipment for personal mm, use. What are they going to do? Ground you? Yeah, I know. Well, you can, I mean, you get docked some letter grades, I guess. Ah, letter grades. I don't think we ever got caught. Really though. need those letter grades in uh, broadcasting school. It fizzled out, though, because there was three camera setup was just too much work on top of doing. Uh, a lot of editing. Yeah, it was a lot of editing. Cause it's I wasn't like... doing any editing, by the way. That's what I mean. I don't do it. I'm just the, I'm just the talent. Oh, Nick, shocker. So I you just, just show up. Gotcha. So you you were the host, and yeah, then if just, you did host that, I listened to the Kirk. You guys had me on one time. Did we? Yes. Oh, well, yeah, we did. We TJ did. Weber. I mean, I, I was a special that. guest on Nick's podcast. What so. were you talking about? You were. I think you were talking about the Rams leaving NFL. Or it was Rams. Something. Oh yeah, it, it was, was NFL. No, it was Jeff Fisher getting fired. Yes, that's I right. Think. Because we were at, we recorded that in the KOM, one of the KOMU sound booths, and like four of us were packed into one little yeah. sound booth with you on the on the on the phone because you could do phoners that way yeah i mean i, I was a special guest on next podcast guest. what are you gonna do i was do? a special I guest mean, on your podcast too you were i was followed up i i i was before kim kirkjian though i mean look out i mean yeah I, big deal way up there well with kim see because you had been, on, I'd been on your podcast like oh i know this tj guy he he's pretty good is kirkjian still on espn by the way yeah baseball yeah, okay yeah. Anyway. no uh no yeah he is baseball tonight guy well corn uh, knows him because he worked at espn but now corn works at fox sports and i guess he was doing stuff with uh he does stuff with Ken Rosenthal now, so he knows oh, Ken, nice. Ken really well. Yeah, big name. Yeah, he's he's very well connected. Probably going to get corn on. He wrote yeah, a book, Yeah, wrote a book. Yeah. Interesting. Cup of, cup of Coffee Club. It's about 11, uh, baseball players and their, 11 players in their brush with baseball history. That's the tagline. It's 11 guys that played only one game in the MLB. Interesting. Yeah, so it should very be Very interesting. interesting story. Yeah. Gonna be on it's a lot of research, man. Dude, uh, that's like, you're talking about the 30s, 40s, like way back in the day. This kid is like – we always joke because – Corn, baseball nerd? Huge baseball nerd, but, like, huge nerd in general. I mean, super smart guy, though. Like, we always joke because Corn's always doing something. He's how we got the, the gambling website that, that, that I work with mm-hmm. uh, for, for Weber Yale Media. <laughs> he, uh, he, like I said, he's always doing something, always writing for somebody, works for Fox Sports out in L.A. right now. That's who I always go out there and visit when I'm out in Los Angeles. But, yeah, super smart dude. Exciting to see how the, how the book turns out. His first book, second book, comes out next year. So he's already written two books, TJ. Wow. What's his second book? His second book is about a – don't want to give too much of it away, but essentially it's about a baseball player in uh, played for Oregon State. So he used to work, do TV in Oregon, and the, when this guy was in high school, captain of the football team, captain of the baseball team, star center fielder, and he went uh, – was one of two kids – went on a ski trip with his brother. His brother and him weren't really close, and then they kind of had this brother bonding moment. Like, they made up, and they went on the <laughs> ski trip together and had a great time or whatever. Coming home, uh, three-car crash, brother dies. Oh He's paralyzed from the neck down, I believe. Can't ever play baseball again. And, like, the like doctors told him never could play baseball again. He's like, bullshit. Beat it, became unparalyzed, Won the state championship for baseball. Went on to play for Oregon State. Won a national championship and got drafted to the MLB. Holy shit! Yeah, wow, and along wow, the way, wow. like there's like a bunch of other twists and turns in the book. I was I was tearing up reading the thing. It was so freaking. So did good. he interview him and then? Yeah, so it was a story he had done, like a one-off story because when the kid was playing at Oregon State, I believe, and he did a, a you know just a feature story about him. The, the, the kid didn't even know any of this other stuff. Found all this out and then was like, okay, I'm gonna write a book. Then he went back and did all the research and did everything, found all these other pieces of the story, writes this book, and then, yeah, I think it comes out next year. And then uh, he's already sent me, like, the artwork and stuff for the cover. It's like it's like this the kid, like, on the baseball field. I think it's called Head First. And uh, he's, like, looking up to the sky and, like, has his brother's necklace that he wore. Like, oh, around. my God. It's, like, it's really good. They're already yeah. writing a screenplay for it. Really? Because, yeah, they got some interest from uh, – 
from Hollywood on doing a, a movie. Good about shit. It. So, Man, yeah. that, that'd be great to have him on Biz. Yeah, heck yeah. Corn. Uh, I mean, Nick's buddy. I mean, he's got those two books, and then he just he's a he's a good dude, and he knows his shit. I mean, we we had talked to him too, just when he was a reporter. And now working in L.A., like, I mean, shit, yeah. you get all these oh, connections, yeah. too. It's like, he'd be really interesting to talk it's, to. It's crazy. I mean, just the people that he knows from working at, like, Fox Sports and stuff like that. Everything that, you know, goes on there and how big of a... L.A.'s, I mean, L.A.'s super big, and, like, that's where everybody goes. But, like, to be that well-connected to all these people... Yeah. I mean, his his girlfriend, Khaki, also works in the, in the movie industry, and we went to one of their industry parties, TJ. Ah. Now, I'm not a guy that probably you would think of at an industry party. Really? You? Yeah. But we were walking around and uh, we were walking around this industry party. And, and there's <laughs> Stop a, saying industry party. Sounds cool, though. And there's like, I mean, I don't really know who any of these people are, but we met up and we we're talking to this one guy from uh, over from Britain. And he, I guess he would runs their like sister company over, over in London. And we were having a conversation with him. You know, he's a big time TV producer or something like that. Essentially, he came up with the idea. The idea he had for this television show was around the time that AOL first came about. And it was going to be the TV show is going to be sponsored by AOL. And it was about a guy on an island with nothing but a laptop and AOL. And so it was huh. kind of like similar to like Tom Hanks' Castaway. Yeah. Like this was like back, I think he said it was it was back in the 90s, uh, early 90s. I don't know exactly what the time period was. He sold the idea for like, I don't know, I think a few million dollars or whatever to uh, to a producer in the United States and it became Survivor. Wow. So it eventually became Survivor. Damn. So he had, it wasn't his, Survivor wasn't his idea, but like the concept of like being on the island by yourself you know, type deal eventually got over to uh, to CBS and Mark Burnett and became Survivor. So like, oh shit, like, that's wild. This guy, yeah. like, I mean, this guy was like, I don't know, he wasn't that old. I mean, and he said it was like one of his first things that he did in the TV business when he was he was breaking in. It was pretty interesting. That's really interesting. I've always thought of trying to sit down and like, because I am very interested in movies and mm-hmm. television. I'm a big movie guy. Um, and I, I mean, watching like a show like Entourage and seeing like, I mean, I know it's fictional, but like the behind the scenes yeah. sort of of like an actor's life and like how many scripts they read and all this stuff. Oh yeah. I tried to sit down one day and like do a script. Like I had a really, a uh, couple good ideas for like a, a TV show and I sat down and I'm like, this is fucking hard. Dude. Like it is, first of all, it's so petty and I was writing like one scene and it yeah. was so hard to like figure out. Like I had a mental block. I'm like, can you imagine having to write like no. episodes on episodes? Well, and you have all these people that think their script is the best idea. Khaki Corn's girlfriend, when we were out and like her job is as at the studio is to vet scripts and determine if she reads scripts. Yeah, the, oh, wow. read scripts and then determines if they're like good enough to go. Can on. you say who she works for or no? Uh, yeah, she works for Gun Gunpowder and Sky. Gunpowder okay. and Sky. It's a smaller uh, studio there. I don't know if it like has a parent studio or not. Um, but they do. They did some some stuff with Netflix. They've done a a few other smaller ones. Like I said, they're not super <laughs> big. But her job and a lot what this industry party basically was was a bunch of people bringing their scripts and being like kind of schmoozing with the Gunpowder and Sky people and saying like, yeah, hey, read my script type yeah. of deal. And so like me and Corner walking around all these people and like, oh, so what project are you working on? I'm like, I'm from St. Louis. I'm not really working on anything. <laughs> but it was kind of funny. Bruce on the balcony. Check us out. Because <laughs> all these people from around the country had basically up and moved their lives to LA to try to, you know, be a producer, or be a writer on, on some of these movies. And like she, I would see her like come home from work. She would literally have a stack of scripts, probably, you know, Imagine your hands, you know, yeah, yeah. as you can yeah. see, audio like, podcast, audio, uh-huh. audio podcast, a large stack of scripts that you would have to read through and determine, yeah, this is good. No, this is bad. And then would have to take it to her superiors and they would have a meeting about it and stuff like that and, and see if it was worth, uh, you know, pitching to the big execs. But I mean, her, her job seemed fun too. I mean, she knows a lot of the, oh, hell the yeah. Hollywood celebrities. Um, That'd be so fun. Like I, I love entertainment. Yeah. I mean, just to be able to read and see all oh, this could be a sick movie or TV show, and that would be super fun. And and the fact of trying to come up with it yourself, like I, that's like a dream of mine to like try to write. I, I love writing. Yeah. But then I am one of those people that I can't sit down and pay attention to one thing for like. Yeah. No. You know, that's... W- with the podcast, I can talk and be myself and stuff. 
with writing inside a room by myself, if someone told me oh, you no, have to write 200 tough. pages, like I'd be like, fuck this. Well, and this that's sucks. why it's so interesting to see, you know, when people do not only like stand up comedy, but also because that's all scripted too. Someone's going to have to do that. Someone is going to have to do that. Coming up soon. Coming up soon. And, but also movies and like TV shows, like it's all scripted and somebody wrote it. And like, and, and to think that it takes like SNL even, you know, it's a little improv, but it's all, all the jokes are scripted. Everything right. is scripted. And that someone had to come up with that. Cause that's, that's always the, the tough thing that I think about is you see these actors or these actresses that are delivering the jokes are delivering the, you know, the performance on screen. And you're like, man, that's really good. Like, this seems natural. Like, this seems like come natural. Well, no, somebody else actually wrote that. So, like, for me, if I was writing something to, like, envision what you want it to look like, I, that is so hard, oh, yeah. I think. And and, and I also having all the other aspects of it, you know, the lighting, the sound, the, the, you know, the graphics, you know, green screen stuff. And it's, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, even for a short, like, you know, I would say four to five minute piece, mm-hmm. you know, like a little cartoon type thing you might see before a movie in theaters. Even that still has like 70 to 100 people that worked on it for like a year and a half. It's a five minute thing. Crazy. It's like wild. Well, then think about this too. There are times in, as I understand, in television and movies that if you write a script, it gets you get paid because someone buys it, but then they may never make it. Correct. So like it's fine if you have this idea that you just want to sell it and you don't give a shit what happens yeah. to it. But if you have this idea like these people promise you, oh we'll make it, we're gonna make millions, and then they buy it from you and then they don't make it. Yeah. Because sometimes like I learned from and again it's entourage, so it's like fictional, but that studios apparently may buy scripts so that other studios can't make it. Yes. How wild is yep. that? And then they just keep it in the can until they maybe sort of kind of want right. to use it. That's that's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. Because someone's life's work is in that script. Well, that 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 happens all the time, and that's what happened with the with the guy that uh, from from London that we met. You know, he had this whole show written out, and you know, CBS or whoever they bought it and they never used it. They 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 basically bought it. They they liked the concept, and then they completely changed it to something completely different. And his show never got made. Because imagine if you make. $250,000 off your script, but then you'd never get any more royalties off of it because yeah. they don't make it. Well, and I think that's what... Which with, is great, With this still. guy, he was going to get paid... I think he got paid $4 million. He got paid a million for the concept, and then he would get paid another three if they made it. And they never made it. Crazy. And then it became Survivor. Wow. And so... It's like one of the biggest shows of all time, and so like. So he did get something off of it then. Yeah, yeah. They they paid him for the idea of it, but they didn't pay him for because they didn't make his show, and that's why I think a lot of times people do Steal is like, it like you said, they'll, they'll take the idea, they'll pay for the idea, and then they'll make it a little bit different, and that's all. I mean, that's that goes all in a negotiation, depending on what you you know how much you get up front for it or how much you get if they actually continue on with the thing. Because I mean that that basically studios now are in bidding wars. Yeah. And even with Netflix now with too. Ne- Netflix has jumped in the fold with Sony and Warner Brothers and all streaming the- services that put a huge ripple yeah. in the whole well, thing. Well, you're yeah. you're seeing now, you know, 2020 no longer is friends on Netflix. No longer is The Office going to be on Netflix. Like because streaming services came along, Netflix came along and basically, you know, purchased some of the rights to these shows. They saw how the, the the networks that originally aired them saw how big they were, how much money Netflix was making off it, and said, "Hey, no, we want that back." Obviously, Netflix, you know. So at the end of Netflix's contract, and yeah, no, we're not taking that. We're going to take those shows back and make our own streaming service. Right. Which, if you look at the powerhouses, NBC, Fox, yeah, why wouldn't ABC? You? I mean, it's annoying for us as consumers, but yeah. if you're if you're the head of a network and you have these big time shows like The Office and Friends. Why the fuck would you not no, for do a streaming sure. service? Well, because I think their their whole money, all their money, was going into network television to start new shows, you know, pilots of, of new programs. No one's fucking watching TV anymore, right? It's That's not the thing. More people are cutting the cord now. This didn't happen, you know. This is probably last decade that a lot of the cord cutters happened. I can't recall when when Big T turned off the cable in our house and went all streaming. You guys it, don't even have cable in your house anymore? No, I don't. we haven't had cable for close to 10 years, I want to say. Holy shit, yeah. really? Yeah, I, I want to say because oh, we went to, you know, we didn't have cable. We went to just satellite, and then we went to, like, having some satellite antennas. And then we also have, obviously, the, all the streaming services. And so you can stream almost everything now. And so I have a combination of Hulu Live, Netflix, Disney Plus. And so I get everything I kind of want to watch. I get my sports through Hulu Live. 
I get also the Netflix and uh, Disney Plus for other shows that I want to watch, and it works out great. I haven't missed cable at all. And then you still have, you know, actually through Hulu Live, I get the uh, like the 245, NBC, ABC, Fox channels as well, but you can get those with the antenna. And so it's like for a $20 antenna versus, you know, the cable bill was like, it was a lot, over 100 bucks. Oh, my so, God, yeah. Or you can go with the streaming packages, services, and then even if you want to get them all together, it suddenly comes out to like 50 to 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you just want to go Netflix, Disney Plus. It's like 30 bucks a month versus over 100. So you're it's, still paying 70 it's for internet. That's the thing. I mean, you're still paying 70 for internet, but I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, you're still getting the internet, the internet cost, which is, but it's internet versus, you know, internet and that cable. Yeah. Internet plus your streaming services package is probably still going to be 50 to to $100 less than having that cable add-on. And, and they used to always try to bundle it, say, hey, do your internet, your phone, and your cable all together. And then it became, you know, your cell phone, internet, and cable all together. So they still try to do their bundle packages, but they're trying to compete with, you know, streaming services now that can offer a more unique experience. And now that everybody's in this, you know, niche niche brand of like, hey, I only want to watch crime documentaries. Well, now you have like a a thing for that. Right. Well, now also like carriers, like I didn't know this, but like Verizon and AT&T and Sprint and all these different carriers are basically getting all these perks. So if you go with them, you get stuff for free. Like I didn't know this. I just had Verizon. I got Verizon a month and a half ago just because I, I wanted Verizon. And I searched through and I noticed when Disney Plus came out, Verizon offers a full free year. Mm-hmm. Sounds like I'm doing a live read. But for real, I was like, what the fuck? Because we were going to get it anyway. Yeah. Six bucks. And then I'm like, okay, I already have Verizon. I get it for a full year for free. It's like, it's awesome. Like, yeah. you don't realize that shit until you can get it. This is what these carriers are doing. They're matching up with these streaming services and stuff, and they're making a shit ton oh, of money. Oh, so much money. Shit ton of money. I mean, that's all it is. It's just a big, you know, dick measuring contest. Of Pretty who, much. Who can give you the better deal and i mean i'm surprised i know there's laws against it about you know companies just buying up other companies and making monopolies essentially because at&t was trying to do that and buy up uh t-mobile after they bought singular and sbc global i don't know what the i don't know what what it was before singular uh the at&t was but uh southwestern bell that's what it was not not, u.s cellular or something yeah it was southwestern bell and then they bought and then they turned to singular and then at&t and then at&t bought at&t was trying to buy t-mobile at&t i think bought u.s cellular okay but you know coming down to you know one one provider for cell phones versus like two or three is is like i don't think they i don't think america wants that which is kind of wild that because to me it'd be way easier to have one big you know, everybody has the same cell phone plan, like one carrier. You don't have to have all these fucking options. Everybody always trying to compete against each other. You know, it's like cars too. I mean, the same thing. It's like all these people are trying to copy each other and everybody's trying to be more competitive and give you a better deal. It's like, Jesus. It'll never end though. It'll never end. Especially when technology continues just to grow. I know. I I don't know what the next Wait till we have self-driving cars. Like Tesla's already kind of tapping into that. But I'm saying when everybody makes self-driving cars. I think there'll be a lot more uh, car accidents. That'll be a good thing. I cannot fucking. I I I don't think the, I could trust but, something going eighty miles an hour and not touching it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but uh, I don't know. When we were like, not. I mean, even when we were ten, you know, you, having a cell phone like we have now was just unthinkable. No, but I, what I'm saying is, a cell phone doesn't put me in danger. I'm worried about getting in a car. And it's saying you are you would be a worry ward. Well, because think about it: if one thing goes wrong and you're going 75 miles an hour in the highway and it shuts down, you you're always dead. think of the what ifs, though. But you're, you have to. You're always in that situation. You yeah, have but 100. You think about that now because it's not here yet. Once you see it in 10 years or 20 years, whenever it comes, is there won't ever be an accident and you won't worry about it. it it's like people that. But prob- name another thing that's automated. They're right. Like okay, flying it, a plane. But it's not automated. It's a, there's a pilot. Correct. correct. But, so if it's going but, down, they can adjust to it. People still have fear of flying a plane. There will be some aspect of that. Yeah, like malfunctions happen. I mean, exactly. So there will still fucking freaks out. That's why I don't think there'll be 100% self-driving cars. You, you'll think the- like they'll be like, oh, something's going wrong. Like get into manual. Yeah, now you'll type still thing. have to. You'll what if still- you're back eating bonbons in the back seat and you can't get in the front seat in time? 
I mean, again, th- these are all what ifs that haven't happened. We don't we don't know. So no, we but can't, you got to think about this. Address- people go, why do you think of what ifs? I'm like, okay, well, certain people seriously have died because of what? Not thinking about what ifs. Yeah, but I'm not going to spend my life living in fear. Versus- I don't live in fear. It's more of just no. Like, you worry though. Okay, you you worry you, you worry a little more. There's yeah, a difference you do, you from do. worrying about things and living in fear. It's a completely different because that's how because you're 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 wired like that. You do worry a little because your dad's same way. Well, it, the thing is though, is a difference between living in fear and worrying. Because yeah, you yeah, can worry that's about things true. And be, that is true. You can have attention to detail true, about shit, correct. but you don't have but to like, sit there like, oh, I'm not going to go outside my house. I think sometimes there's things that, like, weren't. it's not worth worrying about. Like, it, there's, there's, yes, you want to be aware, have self-awareness, be aware of things around you, but, like, also, <laughs> like, worrying about, you know, oh, like, like, like people that are, have a fear of flying. Like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I could die. I in never that, worry about in that, flying. In that plane crash. See, that's something I... I do not worry about flying. When everybody's wired differently, so I'm not trying to be like bad here or, or in, inconsiderate. Yeah, inconsiderate. That's a good word. Um, yeah, I feel triggered. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to be like inconsiderate of other people because like I'm wired my way. You know, you're wired your way. Everybody else is wired their way. But like, yep. worrying about shit that like I have no control over is like seems to me like a waste of my time. But that is something. In my opinion, the car situation. And it, you're right. It's not here yet. What I think about right away is how it can be utilized and fixed where like how do you make it so if something does malfunction because unfortunately in our world you have to think that way true because i mean not worry worry but if you get in a car that say nick here's a free tesla and you're like fuck yeah Hell self-driving yeah. tesla it's gonna go 85 miles an hour you would not think one time that that can malfunction at 85 miles an hour and hit something it, it's I would not your not, number one thought, but it's in your head that what if this does happen? You and know what I'm saying? I, and unless it was already well tested, I would not get in it to begin with. I agree. That's that's where I'm at. And that's what I mean by it. If, if it was tested, millions of people used it, and then I got one, yeah, I probably and wouldn't that worry is, that much. And that is my point. That is my, I'm saying when that time comes. Well, that's two different things. That when that time comes. Correct. Yes, because it's not like. It's two different things. Correct. Yeah, it's not like. The first time everybody, fl- sometimes someone oh. ever flew a plane. Oh, you think like I want to get up in the air? Fuck that! Yeah, I am like not no, doing that. no way. Like this has not been a well. I mean, even still now with like the Boeing Max Seven Fifty Billion, whatever it is, which pissed me off. Like I was, you know, the Boeing. I don't know which Boeing it is <laughs> plane, but uh, the first time a Max Two Seven went down, and then another one went down. So like two planes, two two planes out of however many flights are going on, went down. And they said it was a mechanical failure with the plane that it was on. And I was supposed to be going to Vegas, and my flight got canceled like four hours before my flight, and they had to rebook me. Took me five more hours to get to Vegas. Like, the odds of my plane going down, very unlikely. Very unlikely. Like, I don't give up. Like, that would not have worried me. Knowing that two of these fuckers had gone down, the likelihood that mine's going down... Not likely at all. And the pilots are all trained. Like, they know how to land these bitches. None of them were domestic flights. I 40,000 feet in the air. None, none of the, the two crashes that happened were not domestic flights. Uh, and so, again, I understand why they had to, to, to down them because there was a problem with the plane or whatever. But, right. But, again, like, the, the maximum possibility, like, no, no. there's probably like a 1% chance that that flight would have gone down. That There are people, though. That you say I worry. There are people that are a hundred times worse than me. Oh I, yeah, I know, I know. I worry about things yeah. that are more like if I can control it, I'd rather control it than have yeah. so than have it's like I'm I trust people that they can control something. Like if I get in a plane as a pilot, something happens, knock on wood, it doesn't, they can adjust and hopefully save us. If it's a self driving car and I know that nobody's in control except for this computer and then me Unless it's tested, that freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. Because if it is, if you're going 70 miles an hour and then it says, oh, computer malfunction, and it goes down and you're in the fucking backseat napping. Now, again, that wouldn't, ha- that wouldn't happen. How do you know? That's a thing. It's it a new technology. How do you know? It wouldn't happen. Because, How do you know? Because they test these things. Interesting. So that they, they test a bunch of other shit. Oh, this computer will never break down. It's the best one. We'll never get a it's virus. Diff- Boom, virus. It's crazy. How do you think it happened when someone first got in a car? Like when they first started doing a car, but they're on their own. Like they can adjust to it. What my thing is, if in my opinion, if something on my car goes wrong, the brakes go out. Yes, I'm fucked. However, can I go 80 miles in the back of this car, or can I try to swerve and help myself? What about a, a, bit? What about a roller coaster? Okay, you're not controlling that. You're right. 
it's but it's been on tested. Tra- it's on track. How so. many times has a how many times has the roller coaster ever broken down? Yeah, that's a good plenty point. of times. How many people have died on roller coasters? A handful here and there, but the likelihood that it happens. It's because they've it's been around well, a long time. It's a new technology. Exactly. That's my point. But think about this. No, you're but not th- going to okay. be getting in a car. But, but it's not going to be, be You're not going to be getting in a car for the first time ever when it hasn't been previously tested. There will be some sort of system that has already been in place to make sure that everybody is safe. It's not like... You have a 50-50 shot of this shit breaking no, down and flying 80 that, miles not, an hour down the highway. That's not what I'm saying either. What, well, I guess my Technology idea is... Technology will be advanced where things won't break down. I guess my thing is, like, with a roller coaster, if you're talking that way, first of all, don't worry about it, like you said, because it's been established. That's a good point. However, to me, it's got a track. So if it shuts down or whatever, it's still on the same track. For a car, you can go any fucking place in the world, and you don't know where it's going to go. The thing you know is, is if it, it'll be in place, the system will be in place, that if, if, if it is malfunctioning, <laughs> it will slow down and pull itself over. It's not going to be if like going- If the computer's on, if the computer goes to shit, you're fucked. The computer won't go to shit. How? Okay, because every computer works great. Every now it one. does. Think oh. about th- <laughs> hey, hey. Think about. Think, you should see my work computer. Think about how. Think about this though. Think about this though. Remember when we had dial-up? You know how slow that shit was compared to where we are now. Yeah. How easy is it if you have a, if you have a good computer? Most of the time, if your Wi-Fi is good, boom, connects, works fine. Yeah, but see if, that if the hard drive itself breaks down. See that down, advancement in twenty years. It's fine. In twenty more years, hard drives won't break at all. That's great. Because that but advancement what, will but be. But if it does one day, it if it won't. Does, if if they, that's where my point is, you're how making. How do you know if it won't? You're Shit making still what ifs. That's my point. Is you're making what if? What ifs is not worrying about it because it's not going to. They will have figured it out by then. And if they don't have it figured out by then. No one will be in cars, and it won't be legal, and it won't be the people. Yet they have to pass tests and get you know approval for this shit saying. for it to actually work. I get it. What I'm saying is you're thinking like the worst. Ca- you're thinking in worst case scenario possibility. That is I like how to, I function. I like to feel a little bit more optimistic about things. I'm optimistic in the world. about a lot of things, except for things I feel like that could kill me. <laughs> that is that. It's just that's, a car that gets off the a, tracks. F- that's a fair assessment. <laughs> that is a fair assessment but i think in more optimistic terms and have a little more faith in people i have faith in people that has nothing to do with, pe- with people it's my lack of faith in technology or, and the fact that like what what have people said that we rely on technology so much and yeah we can rely on our phone this does nothing to me i can sit here and all this if, if it shuts right. down hey i'm still here I, I can go get another phone if if a car going 85 miles an hour stops I, i'm gonna kiss i'm gonna bend over and kiss my own ass because i'm gone you but, know what I'm saying? That that to me, if that that is putting what a if, lot of trust in technology, a lot of trust, which we do. But you're right, we're roller coasters and stuff. Here's another do, worry, though. Still. Here's another worry. People are always worried about about the Russians hacking our stuff and hacking our Facebook and stealing our passwords and stuff and and breaching accounts and all these things. How often does that happen? Like like to, to you in your personal world, how often does to that happen? To be honest, I don't even worry about that. I'm not one of those people. Exactly. Which is weird. Because it has happened to some but people. Here's like the thing. Some people's credit cards have gotten breached, but people are worried about like, oh, there's this new face app. Don't <laughs> use it. The Russians are going to steal your face. Who gives a fuck if they put my face on a billboard over in Nurse? I'm not important enough that yeah, they're going to do plug that. Plug Bruce on the balcony. Yeah, plug Bruce on the balcony. Like like steal our stuff. Like people are so worried about That's not like, where I'm at though. They're but but again, it's the same it's a it's a different scenario, but like in terms of technology where we're at right now, that right. is the problem that we're dealing with. It's putting personal information out on social media and social media uh being able to Take that information that you put out there of your personal life, your friends, your family, and then utilize it against you. No one's out there utilizing it against you. Right. Nobody out there is important enough that they're right. going to take your information. If they're going to take somebody's information, they're going to steal like Zucks, or they're going to steal a politicians, or they're going to steal you know Bill Gates or, or Elon Musk. They ain't right. going for Nick Gale and T.J. Weber, and that's where people speak for yourself. That's where again, but but that's a same kind of situation where we are with technology now. Versus where, yeah, maybe self-driving cars and dying in a self-driving car will be a worry yes. in 50 years. Sure. Now is like, so I'm trying to compare it to something technologically now. Yeah, does is our life dependent on Are we going <laughs> to die if our information gets stolen? No, but our life could be severely impacted. But my thing is, again, I'd like to take an optimistic approach on things and just say, who gives a fuck? That's not going to, likelihood that it happens is slim to none. And if it does, we'll deal with it then. See, that that is where... I when you say I worry, I don't worry about shit like that. I worry about shit that could 
impact my safety or my family's safety or my friend's safety. That to me, you worried is, about putting your couch out next to the dumpster, whether you guys were going to get fined no, or no, not. No, 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 no. Yes, you did. Dude, no, I didn't. That's why I'll put it out there. It's a totally no, different you story. Were, you were a little bit worried. If I was worried, trust me, if I was worried about it, I would I would have fucking taken it to the dump. I didn't give a shit. I put it out there. I, I didn't worry about it. I said, oh, we could get fined for this. I didn't say, oh, I'm not going to, I'm going to lose sleep over it. I <laughs> didn't give lose a fuck. But the th- no, the thing is like with me, I worry about safety. You know, how can we stay safe in every scenario? And that's, that's a real thing though, because there are people that don't think about shit like that, that think, oh, well, it's a self-driving car. Like, obviously, it, this is safe. Yeah, there are and people that are happens. too. There are people that are too naive. I'm not saying I would never get in it and like, oh, fuck this, and like have a whole petition going on about getting rid of them. I'm saying like I'd have to really look at it. Like, I'm putting all my trust in technology. And you're right. There are certain points where we have put all our trust in technology. But this is like different. Work. I think- I cannot adjust to it. If this thing shuts down. Like, I'm bending over and kissing my ass goodbye. People still do that with cars, though, now. I mean, like, safety airbags, they're getting, if they have a newborn, you know, going by in a car, <laughs> some of the features they look at, because you can still get in a car accident. Oh, and, yeah. And it might not be might not be your fault. might not be your fault at all. You right. Could be, you could be driving. And doing, it can still shut down. You, I agree. You can do, it could still shut down. You could be driving the speed limit, 60 mile an hour. You're in full control. Semi sideswipe shit into a ditch and y'all die. Correct. So like, I, I guess on in my mind, I still think if, you're right. The, the percentages are so so minuscule yes. that if but if if a semi hits me, I'm probably gonna I'm probably in trouble. But the fact that I'm behind the wheel and I can adjust the way I want makes me feel more comfortable. Say, than like, you know say what I'm saying? You, uh, you get hit by get hit by a truck. <laughs> Sideswipe you in your left front wheel. Your Knock car, on wood, your, car your car locks up. You have no control. Again, same thing. You 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 have zero control over the car. Right. Your you, your car has been just totaled, but you have zero control, and you're going 80 miles an hour into a uh, you know, into a median. Get bending over, kiss my ass goodbye. But I guess See, I'm saying, just saying, like, no, like little thing. It, it's like very it, similar. Like, I can't, I can't, it's like, I can't describe it. But in my, I only way I can say it is in my mind. If I'm behind the wheel and I can turn a little bit more yes, right than than yes. the car would have to get away from and that median, I don't then think I, we'll ever you know. have a hundred. I think there will be an option of being able to go self driving or manual. It'd be like it'll be like yeah, when, it'll that. be like when you're on the highway, you know, on I seventy <laughs> going to Mizzou, and you're like. It's literally just fucking straight road. Or you're driving through the middle of Kansas and it's straight road and you're like, Jesus Christ, I just want to take a nap. I'm so freaking tired. And you, because you can, you can put on, you know, you can lock your, uh, your gas pedal or whatever, put on, uh, what's it called coasting? Uh, uh, Cruise control. Cruise control. Thank yeah. you. So, which you can, I don't have, and I have a Chevy Cruise. But you still have to control the wheel a little bit. So right. essentially, all self driving will be is you can turn on cruise control, and it'll keep the wheel straight. Right. Like that's all. That's all it'll be. Which and is, it'll have some other options, but I think there will also be an option to drive manual if you so choose. When I think what with what you said too, if like I think it'll be first of all, it'll be smart enough. So I'm excited about self driving cars, but I also think what you said where it'll be at a point where if it feels like something's malfunctioning or something, it'll like say. It'll hey, give you a warning in thirty switch. seconds. This yeah. is going to go back to normal, and then it'll like put alerts on, like get yes. get behind yeah. the fucking wheel yeah. right now. Like, I think you know, or it'll slowly turn it off or something. Right, like that. it'll yeah. slowly slow it down and it'll pull it over and be right. like, "There's problem," and it won't be able to start up again. And that's again, they they will figure it out. I, I agree with you. We are not going to be the ones to figure this out. How do you know that? I don't know. We're smart guys. You want to try to get a <laughs> self driving car? Birds on the balcony, self-driving car. That was a fun. That was a fun little debate there. It's fun. I mean, because there's good reason for both. I like the fact that technology is taking steps. But you know how I'm not one of those guys though that says, "Oh, robots are going to take over the world." But it's like, "Oh, robots going to take over." It's the, the world. mindset where we rely too much on technology. We got to remember that we're still human yeah. beings, and like you got to well, be careful with shit. I was watching a stand-up special too uh, on Netflix, and they were making a joke about like how spoiled we are nowadays, just everything that we have. I mean, even 50 years ago, before we were born, 40, 30 years ago before we were born, Mm -hmm. you know, no internet, no streaming, no cell phones, no Wi-Fi, no nothing. No, I mean, and now we have all these things that make our life better. And he was was talking about the joke, like (coughs) Amazon Prime, we get mad when we don't get our two-day Amazon Prime. We want our one-day Amazon. We want today Amazon Prime. How how fucking spoiled are we? Fucking now. We went Uber Eats here. We we get pissed when our Uber is late. Crazy. We can text someone else to come pick us up. They're here in six minutes. Come pick us, take us somewhere else. They had horse and buggy. For like seven bucks. Not too long ago. To get us 
to go downtown to meet up with our friends who all we had to do is sit on our ass and, and shoot them a text and bam, then we're there and we're downtown having fun. And we're, if you're at a college bar, you're getting like $3 drinks, like all this stuff. You go out for like 20 bucks a night and you had somebody come pick you up, chauffeur you to your location yep. and pay for all your drinks. But fuck them. They were a minute late. Yeah, but fuck them because they were a minute late and I'm pissed off today because <sighs> I didn't get my new shower curtain on time. Crazy. Fucking wild. Getting soft. Getting soft. Getting soft. That was a good discussion, though. I, Getting soft. I like those discussions because I think a lot of people can relate to me. I think a lot of people can relate to you. And I think we also have common more, ground. More to me. We, we have common ground where we can understand both sides of it. You know? Well, we're so good because we can have healthy discussions without getting mad at each other. Yeah, we do. It, it got not heated. It gets, it gets... Man, we should run for office. Is intense the right word? Intense. Okay. Strong... I, I like, I like debate. We are strong. Sides, we are both strong, opinionated, opinionated, opinionated people. people. Yep, people N- with opinions. What's your opinion on this? Okay. Uh, <laughs> ice cubes and cereal. <sighs> yeah, this is uh, what was it? Um, Gene Simmons, the I think lead so. singer. Of Kiss. I saw this on Twitter yesterday, and brought up a good, another good discussion point about weird eating habits. Now, mm. this is a picture. I don't know if it was him or if it was uh, a picture someone sent to him. But this this individual had ice cubes in their cereal. So they're eating some, like, Fruit Loops or some shit. Free ad. And they had, might have been Honey Nut Cheerios. I don't know. Another free ad. Got a little milk in there and then ice cubes. Mm. Your opinion on that? I'm a no-go. Uh, psycho material. Yeah, I'm a no-go. Sure. Um, mainly because if you, let's say you put 2% milk in there. Right. The ice cube basically makes it skim. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like. And I use skim milk. milk anyways. Ooh, so now you're really watering it down. Yeah. Why would you use skim milk? Are you crazy? I'm just. I'm not a big milk guy. Ah, uh, okay. Never have been. Well, a big if you're milk not, guy. that makes sense. Then you're just. One, and I still like like the... a little bit of taste, but even like two percent or is just a little, little too heavy. I'm a one percent guy, like right in the yeah, middle. Yeah, one percent skim milk still. Too, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I just. Yeah, one percent. I can drink one percent, two percent. It's still a little. Just too and I'm heavy. not. A, I don't like just drink milk like i'm not a big milk guy i'll use it for cereal and like coffee and that's about that's, it. that's that's the i only use it for cereal or like after eating some sweets right is all i because i always like a little wash my chocolate chip cookies down with a little milk yeah it's, it's always it's, good but i mean in terms of cereal ice cubes and I, I would say no what about this do you put milk in the bowl first or after the cereal no after we talked about this that's I know, I know. Oh yeah, yeah. Because cereal first every time. Because Bill 100%. brought because Bill brought up the debate is is cereal a soup? Yeah, his, okay. his yeah, cereal yeah, yeah. Is soup. Yeah, that was that just was on a was wild. that on, I think that was on was that on a 2018 show? Yeah, that was a while back. That was that was probably our first year for for those. Yeah, that, we're year three Nick, for, technically. For new listeners of the program, we had a, a caller caller Bill call in and say, uh, or debate rather, that cereal was a soup. It's just not right. I, I don't agree with that. No, because you don't think of, first of all, you don't think of sweet soups, you know? Well, and my point is cereal is cereal. Like, nah. c- like cereal. Well, cereal. Did you just say a cereal cereal? Yes, Nick. Like cereal, cereal, cereal is cereal. Is cereal. And so like. It's its own thing. Right. It's not soup. Correct. Soup is like, soup has like more, more nutrients in it. I think of like salty. I think of like vegetables. I think of noodles. I, I don't think yeah. of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. What? Well, yeah. What? What differentiates a, a pasta, like a, a a loose pasta, from being a soup? Why loose pasta? <laughs> well, well, you know, like if you have noodles. Okay. Would you call ramen noodles like when it's like more exactly. watered down? Would you call that soup? No, I call it ramen noodles. Okay. I've never actually had ramen noodles either. No, you're not missing much. I didn't think so. <laughs> you're not missing I, much. What other? Do you do any other weird food trends? Um, I am a like Big T puts Cool Ranch Doritos on macaroni and cheese. Let's think here. To give it a little more flavor. See, that sounds pretty good, actually. And I don't even like mac and cheese. I've tried it before. It's, it, it's not bad. I, I'm i a ketchup on hot dog guy. I am. Now, I don't. Ooh. as a kid, I used to just do ketchup on hot dog. Now, I'd put a little mustard Chicago on it. Chicago people so. would hate you. Oh, I know. I, I'm not a hot dog purist, apparently. Yeah, not a hot dog. I, sometimes I like a plain hot dog, you know? Nah, I can't. Unless someone hands one, like at Lindenwood, when they like at base, the baseball games. Like, you know, I whatever, don't always like, hey, need... You want one? It's, I'll eat it, but I don't always need a topping on a hot dog. I do. If I have the choice, I'd have to do it. Yeah. How about this one? Do you eat your bacon with ketchup or maple syrup? Now think about this one. What are you do, talking about? Do you eat? You dip bacon in ketchup? 
No, I didn't say dip bacon in ketchup. Do you what? eat bacon with ketchup or maple syrup? What are you talking I don't understand the question. So this was posed on Instagram. Okay. People were like, no, you're a psycho. Why would you eat bacon with syrup or ketchup? Why ketchup? I- and the answer, the correct answer is both. Because you're not dipping your bacon in ketchup. Because wh- when you have bacon. But then what do you mean? A bacon cheeseburger. You have bacon on a cheeseburger. Ah. There's ketchup there. So, like, you still have that same taste. You have the burger and the bun and everything else with it, but you have ketchup bacon. And because to me, when I first saw it, I'm like, who the fuck eats? I would never yeah, put ketchup that's on bacon. Confusing. And then I was like, oh, bacon cheeseburger. I was like, yeah, you do. And then same thing. That, that's really like same thing with looking like looking at it weird with, though. With like breakfast food. Like, like that's where I would say that's like tricking you though. That that's not fair. Like I, I would, mean, in my opinion, my my vote on the Instagram poll w- was bacon with maple syrup because i have gone to brunch places before uh and gotten like some eggs biscuits and gravy of course we know my love for that and then bacon specifically bacon dri- and maple syrup drizzled with some maple syrup on it yeah that's good and it's like sweet and salty yeah it's good stuff. sweet and salty but then the bacon with ketchup i was like ew no i never do that and then i was like oh wait bacon cheeseburger yeah again you're looking at it a little differently and you're like oh yeah that's not like that's not that crazy yeah i, I- got one i think that would weird people out because my friends all say I'm I'm a psycho for this. Go to Subway, and this isn't my number one sandwich, but if I'm like feeling it, I get a cold cut combo. So this is serious: cold cut combo on wheat, no cheese, no toast, with extra pickles, extra onions, and that's it. That's all I get. No I'm- cold cut pickles and onions. That's it. Now I like love it. Here's one. Fucking I- love it. Here's what I do because I'm not a huge Subway guy. You know, hopefully they don't ever try to sponsor us. Yeah. Uh, we'll cut this part later But if on. I go to Subway, I get a ham and cheese, and then I get Cheetos and put Cheetos on the sandwich, I too. I feel that. I've never done that, but give I've a done a potato crunch. chip thing. Yeah, yeah I get sure. a little crunch to it, because to me, the, you know, I don't really like the the, the dressings that they have there. I guess Chipotle mayo is okay, but even still, it doesn't really work out for me all the yeah. time. So I like, you know, the Cheetos give it a little crunch, a little extra different cheesy flavor, kind of like it something different i i like i'm a big uh potato chips on on a sandwich guy for sure how about this one okay you go to mcdonald's no free ads you get a mcgangbang yeah the mcchicken and mcdouble together inside the mcdouble yeah that's a that's called what they call it a poor man's big mac see that's not like a weird eating trend though i think people do that i think i think more people do that than i than i first realized a lot of people do that zach from high school i've in, never done that but zach from high school intru- introduced me to mcbang mcbang mcgang Mc, Mc, bang mcgang bang correct or the poor man's big mac because you go and you get two of them uh, back in the day i don't know if they're still on the dollar menu for two bucks or do you order the big mac which is like now like four or five bucks right i mean i'm trying to think what else i've, I've trying done. to find different different areas like even making things weird I think with, like, with like ketchup people like ketchup on like eggs no see that's gross i like hot sauce on eggs some people i've seen ketchup on waffle before that's disgusting yeah i love ketchup but not that much if any I, see like seen, things like you know i guess eggs is the one oh salsa i love salsa on eggs yeah i know salsa. that's delicious but I know a lot of people sweet, that like, if, like if, if usually waffles are supposed to have like something sweet, yeah. ketchup doesn't work on there. Ketchup does not work, and I think a lot of it's like breakfast food trends for yeah. some reason. I used to eat bologna and ketchup sandwiches. I don't know yeah. what the fuck was wrong with me. Disgusting. Well, friend of the program, Ugh. Doug Vaughn likes peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. That's, that's gross too. I don't get that one. Nope. I I hate I mayo. Don't, I don't get that one. Mayo's gross too. I think that should be a punishment. Mayo's literally us. just it's just fat. It's spreadable fat. That's all it is. I think I think we should have some sort of bet and that be the punishment. You have to eat an entire not just take a bite of eating an entire peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich. Okay, I thought you were gonna say a jar. I was gonna that like, just sounds disgusting. No, I wouldn't oh, do that. God. I wouldn't do it. Or like a, I think another one of them is like a a, a banana and mayo sandwich. It's something else with weird with mayo. And I'm like, it's, it's like yeah, it's I gross. like mayo. I like mayo on oh. on, on you're not a big mayonnaise guy. No, if it, I mean this like Chipo- gr- Chipotle mayo is good, but like this just be mayo great, mayo. Be no. great for you. Some people like Chipotle mayo on their eggs. I've seen some people using Man. some interesting sauces on like eggs. I never thought about doing hot it. sauce is where to go, for sure. Yeah, I'm not a big hot sauce guy, but I'm Frank's like, yeah, right you know, hot. let's you know, go. Spicing up the eggs a little bit in the morning. That's it. Seems like a, a, a nice option. It's a good play. Uh, I was gonna ask. So the peanut butter and jelly thing, where if you make a PB and J, are you spreading? Like jelly on one piece of bread, peanut butter on the no. other. You're doing it on one. I'm doing peanut butter on both, jelly in the middle. See, that's weird. 
No. Peanut butter on both is weird. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Learned this in grade school, making my lunch since I was in kindergarten. Uh, when you got the <laughs> when you're making a PB and J, which is a classic staple of a child, I still eat PB and J's often. Love PB and J's. You gotta you, you if you put peanut butter on one side and jelly on the other, you mash it together. You stick it in your lunch box. Once you get to lunch, the jelly makes one side of the bread soggy, and that's no that's not great. If okay. if you're using white bread, which I did as a kid, I eat wheat bread now because I'm hashtag healthy. healthy. Uh, so I would do, and I love peanut butter. And so I'd say, well, what the fuck? Why don't I just make myself? You said that at three years old. What the fuck? I said at six probably and said peanut butter on both sides, jelly in the middle. Boom. Problem solved. Jelly doesn't make your Sammy soggy. No Sammy soggy. No soggy (laughs) Sammy. No soggy. No soggy Sammy's up in here. Yeah. And. What was that? Uh, no soggy Sammy's up in here. Yeah, save that. So that there you go. Problem solved. But uh, so that's why I do peanut butter on both sides. Otherwise, I've also tried peanut butter, double peanut butter, banana. Pretty tasty. You ever have peanut butter and honey? That's good. Never had. That's we've never good. really had honey in our household. I, I think we do good. have honey. Honey's right a now. healthy sweet option yeah. too. It's healthier. I've I should never say. Never really experimented much with honey at all. No. Honey's uh-huh. really good, and yeah. it's like it's natural, so it's it's still got sugar, obviously, but it's like right. healthier than jelly. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like a good yeah, toast I tr- I with try honey to think about and that. Like, peanut butter. Peanut butter and jelly is like a filler. It's a cheap filler. Like cheap them filler. A bunch it's in not college. terrible for you. It's not horrible. It's not Again, if you, you do wheat but... bread and, and healthy peanut butter, you know, jelly is like there's nothing. Jelly's jelly. There's nothing he- yeah. healthy about jelly. No. So, which is why sometimes I opt for a peanut PB and PB and B, peanut butter and banana ah, over yes. a PB and J. Uh huh. I guess it's a little more healthier option. I don't really know. Not really. No. But what? Keep what, thinking that though. But what's not healthy about it? You got wheat bread, which if you're not trying to do carbs, you know, we're the nutritionist <laughs> podcast now. Sure, yeah, yeah, we're, if, we're the best. If you're not, I trying, worked out yesterday. If you're not trying to do carbs, then maybe obviously you don't want to eat a whole lot of bread. But if you are going the bread option, wheat bread, healthiest, whole grain, of course, banana. <laughs> that's how healthy sugar. It's fruit and peanut butter. It's more carbs, carbs on carbs on carbs. Yeah, but you're getting your potassium in. Peanut butter's not good for you at all. It's got protein. But it's, it's got protein in it. Okay, so does Cheez-Its. I looked the other day. I, I had a handful of Cheez-Its because I was Bullshit. craving Cheez-Its. It said cheese, two two grams of protein, Cheez-Its, in like the whole box. Peanut butter is... I see all the fitness gurus eat peanut butter. It's like... It's not like... Yeah, it, if you work out. Okay, sugar-free peanut butter. If you got... That's if what you I got, eat. Uh, you know, so-and-so but eating peanut butter on, on the couch, that's, so that's, that's not good. That's the only thing that's bad about it. It's, if you get the peanut butter loaded with... If you get the Jif loaded with sugar... I eat the sugar, no sugar stuff. Well, Nick, you're just the best. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, look at me. Do you see my tight physique? All right. Look at this. That's enough. That's enough. It's wrapping this show up. Your thoughts on nutrition, uh, self-driving cars. Uh, working Hollywood, out. Working out. 2020 resis. Writing scripts. Uh, we kind of went all over the place We today. did. But it, it, was, strong, it was consistent. Strong show. It flowed. It was good. Strong good debate show. all the way through. So, Nick, that'll do it. Uh, that'll do it. We'll have uh, the BOTV football show Sunday Live from the studio to talk about the uh, first round, the wild first card round. round. Now we will have Saturday games that we'll be missing. Yeah, early so thoughts on Saturday games? Um, well, we'll be doing our video on that, posting it Saturday. Ah, yes, we will. I think the Titans are taking down the Patriots. I am on you with that one. I think they're going to win. I think the Patriots dynasty is dead. I'm in uh, agreement. So you hear more about that on our video, and then also live show on Sunday with myself, Nick, Big Web, and Zook live from the BOTV studios. Guys, make sure to follow us. At Balcony Brews Pod, give us a call, 314-877-8597. And a reminder to check out our interview with Brian and Dan from I'm, I Am an Adult Board Game. It's on the Brews in the Balcony podcast feed, Biz in the Balcony. A lot more episodes coming. And go buy a t-shirt, brewsinthebalcony.com slash store. And send in your t-shirt ideas because we're going to be making a lot more in 2020. Absolutely. Guys, have a good weekend. We'll see you on Sunday. Bye, Netherlands. Bras on the balcony. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's show. Be sure to go tell two new friends about Brews in the Balcony. We're trying to expand the program in 2020, so go notify two friends. Say, hey, check this podcast out. If you like it, if you don't like it, tell them anyways. We have fun on the show. We hope you enjoyed the program. And tell them to leave a review over on iTunes. Five stars so we can play that song we love. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon.